Welcome back to the Suraj Podcast. The last episode we heard about the engagement of Guru Hargobind and San Surajma. This episode is going to be beginning a small series of episodes related to Pai Gurdas, a long-standing Sikh of the Guru's house. He was the first cousin of Guru Amardashi. He helped compile the Ad Guru Granth with Guru Arjan Dev Ji and was just a pillar within the Sikh tradition. So chapter two now begins with the poet, the author, Santok Singh saying, all the Sikhs of the Guru listen now to the stories of Pai Gurdas. The illusion, the play of the Guru is very difficult to bear, impossible to get around. Go see this for yourself. One day, Guru Hargobind was seated amongst his congregation. His faithful Siddhaki Sikhs were sitting there in great bliss. There was Bhaktu, there was Bello, there was others like Jetha and Bidhichand. They all had adorned such great perspective of the Guru's thought. Sitting right in front of the Guru was the wise Bhai Gurdas, and they were all speaking about Sikhi. So they were speaking with each other, speaking with Bhai Gurdas, saying, if the Guru is graceful upon us, only then will we be saved from the illusion of the world. Those Sikhs who place their mind at the feet of the Guru, they can bear the great test that the Guru places on his Sikhs. One is able to understand the great feats of the Gurus, the stories. Many Sikhs see these actions and they're actually deluded by them. Amongst everybody then, Pai Gurdas said to any Sikh remaining with the Guru, practicing and upholding Sikhi wherever and whatever happens to them, they should not be deluded in their heart. If the Guru tests them, putting a mask on and putting on a play, taking a different form that may look opposite to Sikhi, or if they say something that may not appear correct, like taking a different disposition, or if they do something inappropriate that you can't say anything in front of, even then, a Sikh should hold firmly to their faith the Sikh shouldn't let one's mind slip or fall when tested. So Pai Gurdas at that point read out a line of his own poetry, his Barney, to everyone there. And that line is, Jai Gursang Vartada Sikh Siddhak Nahari. That if a Guru tests their Sikh, puts on a song, a mask, a different play, a disposition, they shouldn't lose their faith. The Sikh shouldn't. This is in Var 35, Hori, stanza 20. The Sikhs heard this and then replied saying, it is as you say, Pai Gurdas, but even then, the Guru's Maya, the Guru's delusion that they can place over anybody is so great. Only a few are those who do not get deluded. There's a difficult path to keep. Those people who are remaining in the forest performing austerities, those Rishi Munis, those seers, those saints, and those Devtas, those heavenly beings, all who cannot be counted, the Divine's illusion has deluded them greatly. Without the protection of the Guru, they do not cross over this ocean-like existence. Bhai Gurdas heard this and replied, which is in his own Bani, his writing, saying, trying to pass the test with one's own effort is like a group of idiots trying to patch the sky with cloth. If this way, the low way thinking people, end up losing their faith, their faith through the... In this way, the low level type people, they end up losing their faith through these efforts. That person who's secured firm in his faith of Sikhi, implanted Sikhi within their mind. Wherever and whatever happens to them, it's embedded within their mindset, and they do not fall from being tested. Guru Hargun and Minma was listening to all of this, this beautiful discussion of Sikhi and thought in his heart, that the other Sikhs have placed their support upon the Guru, but Bhai Gurdas has placed his own support on his own efforts. That's why Pai Gurdas, Guru Hargobind, is thinking has just a bit of ego. But that's a very bad vice. He remains always close to me. I really desire to cleanse him of this ego the Guru is thinking. 
If this ego does not go away, then I want to destroy it. I want to test by Gurdas and see if he can bear it or not. I'll make some task or play to test him. He has this arrogance in his mind that he is a great sick, but this will only be known via this test. So this is what Guru Hargobin was contemplating and after some time he said amongst his congregation, is there a place where they are selling horses? I really want to purchase some and have some brought here. I want to purchase some for the warriors and for myself. The congregation heard this and replied saying, the expensive horses are in the region of Gape, an area now in modern Pakistan. So this kicked off a bunch of discussions. Some others were saying different regions. Everybody gave their own opinion of what was best. But nothing was pleasing to Guru Hargobind. One warrior started talking about the western region, so around modern day Afghanistan. He clasped his hands and said to the Guru, Oh true Guru, those great horses which you desire, you can get those beautiful horses in Kabul. Such extraordinary horses are suitable for you to ride, but only send those who know horses well, who can properly ascertain the great qualities of horse. One that is extremely quick, that is agile, horses that are extremely expensive, give these people the funds and then send them there to get the horses which you please. Guru heard this, agreed to it. He said, yes, I also believe that such great quality horses can be brought from the West. Most expensive horses come from that area. At that point, Guru Hargobind looked over at Pai Gurdas and said, Oh Pai Gurdas, who is more intelligent and wise than you? You spent your whole life here in the Guru's house. You know all these areas of knowledge well. Bring two horses for me, strong ones, that are quick and agile. And bring other horses for the warriors. Take a great deal amount of funds with you from us and go on this task. First, send the horse here so that we can ascertain the quality, the virtues of the horse. Until then, just stay there in Kabul and we'll send a sick back with a message either giving you our approval or not. If you get our approval, then pay them. Bhai Gurdas heard this command, he agreed to it and said, I will go, Guru Hargobind, I will bring them back in this way. At that point, they tied up money along with their caravan and bags of coins, which were filled with 50,000 silver coins. Guru Hargobind sent many other men, guards to keep the money safe and to keep the caravan safe. This whole group then bowed down to Guru Hargobind before then setting off. And along the way, they stopped at night to set up camp. So this is how they traveled all the way west. They were asking people all along the way about how and where to buy horses. So slowly and slowly they continued on passing the Ravi River and then the large Janab River. Afterwards they passed Jhelum. They approached then Sindh River while continuing west. They then passed Bashor and then they saw the city of Kabul. They set up their camp there and started asking around for horses. They spoke with a bunch of people who directed them. The next day after they had rested, they went to go see those horses. They saw such strong, beautiful, agile horses. The traders told the group that each horse was 50,000. So they made a plan with Bhai Gurdas and said to them, okay, we'll get these horses, but we'll give you the money after we send the horse first to the Guru out east. When we get a response from the Guru, when they send back a messenger, then we'll give you all the money. The trader heard this and said, our strong horses are without any fault. So sure. Send the horse to the Guru, but don't doubt it at all. And we'll take the money from you after. So they made this plan and they sent the horse to the Guru, which traveled all along the way to Amritsar, Bhai Gurdas, and the rest of the group then stayed there in Kabul. 
Guru Hargobind saw the horses and he was delighted. He was so happy. He rode out the horse, testing it out, making it jump and run. He then placed the horse within his own stable. And he sent a say quickly back to Kabul to give the message to Pai Gurdas that the horses have been accepted. The Sikh eventually got to Kabul. He told Pai Gurdas, Guru Hargobind has kept the horses. He is extremely happy with them. You should give them the money now. And that's the message the Guru sent with me. So Pai Gurdas heard this. He was so happy. He quickly then sent a man to tell the trader to come. So he sat the trader down and told the trader, okay, now take the money. The Guru has said that the horses are acceptable. The trader was at the door of the tent. Pai Gurdas went towards the back of the tent to get the money. He went to the bags and he opened up the lock. He placed his hand in the bag. When he pulled out the silver coins, they were actually broken pieces of pottery. He pulled out these pottery pieces and he was in shock. There were five bags there of coins. And he went to all of them, opening them up frantically, looking through all of them. He only saw pottery pieces in them. There was no money. Immediately, he became worried, thinking, what happened here? How did this happen? Did it get replaced? Or did the Guru send me with fake money? What happened here? Did the thief steal it all? The Turks rule here. And if they find out, they'll surely capture me over this. And now the trader, he's here outside. He won't go back without getting his money. If I just bounce, if I just take off here quietly, then it isn't right for me to go back to the Guru. So Pai Gurdas was thinking all of this, and then he slipped out front to the tent and he said to the trader, hold on just a minute, I'm going to count all of the money. It'll take some time, but just wait here. So Pai Gurdas sent him just a little bit further back from the tent. The trader was outside, just looking at the door, thinking for that moment when Pai Gurdas would come out with the money. Pai Gurdas, though, had no other means at this point. He was at the back of the tent. He just ripped out a piece of the backside of the tent and took off. For one or two days, he just traveled nonstop, getting as far as he could from Kabul. Then he began to think, where should I go now? Should I go to Banaras, Varanasi, also called Kanshi? Should I head there instead of going back to the Guru at this point? Perhaps I'll dress it like a saint, a sadhu, so that nobody will be able to recognize me. So after some time, he finally arrived there in Kanshi, this is Varnasi, where he stayed there in great anxiety and worry. Back in Kabul, eventually that trader kept looking at the time. A great deal of time had passed that day when Pai Gurdas had left. And eventually he was thinking, I don't hear any noise from inside. I've been sitting here for like four hours. So the trader got up and went inside and he didn't see anybody in there. The money bags were just opened. No one else was in the tent. The trader called over the, the other six who were in that caravan and they came. The trader said to them, why did that guy run away? What was he thinking? All the six were standing there. They were not sure what to make of it, but passed out the money from the bags, which now appeared as money, to the trader. The rest of it went to the guards and the helpers. And they were all thinking after all the money has been distributed, where did Pai Gurdas go? So everybody got their supplies, their carts, their horses, etc. And then they traveled back to Amritsar, to the Guru. They were thinking, what happened there? We don't understand. The money was just sitting there and he wasn't anywhere to be found. So they got back to the true Guru and they told him the story. We don't know where Pai Gurdas went. He left the tent with all the money just sitting there. Guru Hargobind himself understood his own illusion, the Maya that he had unfolded upon Pai Gurdas. That Pai Gurdas's heart had been deluded. He thought the money was just pottery. 
and he fled without any resolve. This is how chapter 2 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear about Pai Gurdas' time in Varanasi, in Kanshi. So that's what we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Oh, oh, oh.